What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lex P. And it's your girl, Dre and Nicole. And you are tuned in to another episode of Poor Minds. Where a drunk mind speaks sober thoughts. And we are coming to y'all from New York. Yep. We are in... We're in the city still. Yes, we are still in the city getting work done. Getting work done and it's cold and it's snowing. Bruh. And when I tell I'm you... I'm so glad that I like packed some warm stuff. Yeah. Because I knew it was going to be windy, but I didn't know it was going to snow. Yeah. Well, you know what's crazy? It's not like really bad windy. It was this morning. Yeah, it was but a last night, this yeah, but last night I was just like, I am a summer baby to the T. Okay, I cannot do the snow. I like to be in the heat, and that's why I'm taking my ass to Miami uh, this weekend to get a little sunshine. I need to get my tan on. I need some melanin back, child. Yeah, girl, it's cold. I can't wait to get back to Atlanta. Yes. Um. So this week we are in New York because y'all. Most likely, all of y'all already know, we did the Breakfast Club this week. We were the co-hosts on Breakfast Club. Mm -hmm. And when I tell y'all, like, the first time we did it, it, I was kind of nervous, but it was, like, cool. This time it was cool, too, but we were actually the co-hosts this time versus getting interviewed. So we had to be there. The first day we had to get there at what what time? 5.15? We had to be there, yeah, at 5.15. So we had to wake up at, like, 4 a.m. Yeah. Well, I I had to get up at 3.30 because I had to curl my hair because I got this little hairstyle, y'all. And so it takes a lot for me to do it. I got up at 3.30 in the morning. Yeah, I got up at 4. Yeah. And then same thing today. I mean, we... Got there a little bit later today. Yeah, like we can we get there, there at 545. 5.45. But I still woke up at like 4 something. I'm so. not going to lie. I got up at 5 this morning. Yeah. I curled my hair before I went to bed. I wasn't nervous really though doing it. Because I mean, I guess I feel like, you know, we have radio experience. Mm-hmm. Like, we used to be at the radio station with Scream. Yeah. So, I feel like I really kind of already knew what to expect. And then I used to listen to Breakfast Club when I used to go to work. Right. When I had a job. So, I wasn't really nervous. It was just, like, the getting up early. And yeah. then on top of that, then, you know, like, we had already met Charlemagne and Envy before. Mm, so, we yeah. know that they cool. So. I'll say this. Going on other people's platform lets you know how good they are. Because yeah. sometimes, like, me and Drea, I say this all the time. We've gone on other people's show, and it's kind of like we took over, and it ended up being a Poor Minds episode. Mm-hmm. But one thing I love about doing stuff with people who are professional is, like, they make it easy. Right. Like, Envy and Charlemagne are so good. And by the time y'all see this, the lip service episode will have dropped. We also did lip service with Angela Yee. She was amazing. Yeah. That and was she, a good episode, too. I think y'all really going to enjoy that. Yes, it was really good. And I just love how, like, she just keeps the conversation flowing. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times when you're sitting at home, it's easy to, like, judge somebody. Like, people say, oh, Charlemagne sucks or Envy sucks or Lexandrea sucks or Angela, whatever, you know? And I feel like it's easy to judge somebody from the comfort of your own home but y'all don't know how hard this shit is oh yeah it's hard to keep a conversation flowing yes cause sometimes for sure, it's like, because it be like dead spots I feel like if you don't know what you're doing it be a lot of dead spots dead spots or people trying to talk too much over each other mm. like because when it's more than well, I feel like we do that sometimes but it more so be because we be excited well I think that's just because that's how we talk in real life I mean 
True, true. So it's got to, like, this This podcast is made off of our friendship and how we talk in real life, but we've had to, like, transition to be like, because, you know, we're like, we'd be like, well, girl and girl, and we talk over right. each other, but we, I can hear you mm-hmm. and you can hear me, but we had to change it a little bit so they can understand us. That's why I feel like with three people, you know, we can pretty much do that, but mm-hmm. when it gets to four or five people and more, and I feel like Charlemagne and Envy and Angela, they're all really good at that, like, keeping the control of the conversation. Right. Because I'm not going to lie, when me and Dre have more than one guest on, things always tend to get a little hectic. We it, still got a little practice in that I area. I mean, it be a little crazy, but I think it's just because, yeah, everybody wants to get their point out. Mm-hmm. And then how do you do that, I guess, professionally? Right, without being like, shut the hell up! Especially when everybody, you know, having a little libations. And I will say, that's another <laughs> thing me and Drea have mastered on the show. Y'all know the early episodes of Wind Down Wednesday, Poor Minds was bananas. It used to be pretty crazy. But now we know how to we know how to get lit and pretty much keep it cool. Yeah, I feel like that type of stuff come with practice though. You know, like the more you do something, it's just like riding a bike. Bro, when I tell you, oh my God, when once I, you get it, you don't forget it. Right. Cause them older episodes, I our words used to be slurring. I mean, because we used to be drunk. Ooh, wait. You we know, had... I feel like it's a it's a difference between getting a little tip tip and getting <laughs> full fledged drunk on camera. To be drinking a gallon of barefoot on camera with evidence is wild. Drinking a gallon of barefoot is <laughs> wild. It's wild, period. Can we just toast to us for the growth? People did not care about their liver. <laughs> People was us. It's me. Facts. I'm niggas. We did not care because what? <laughs> like, you got to drink quality stuff. You got to be putting quality. Not to say liquor is not good for your body Period. either way. Right, you right, know what right. I mean? But it's like if you are going to drink, you need to be drinking quality liquor. I 100% agree. Mm-hmm. Like, I couldn't even... I could not even drink that right now. Seriously. Yeah. Like, if I absolutely had to, like, if I went on somebody's show and they don't have nothing and I want to have a little one-two, maybe I'll have, like, a little glass or something. Mm-hmm. But to sit there and drink a whole big bottle of it like we used to? Yeah. Crazy. Couldn't be me. Child, I'm just ready. I'm so ready to go home. Like, I've Ooh. had fun, but I'm so ready to go home. But I also feel like i just been gone from my house for a little longer than you because, mm-hmm. you know, I had went to Houston first. Yeah, yeah. Who child. Yeah. And I am tired. Like, I can't wait to get home and, and get in my bed. But I had fun in Houston, too, before yeah. I came out here. I got to hang out with my friends. Mm-hmm. I went to my best friend mom's birthday party. Mm-hmm. And that was fun, too. She broke her wrist. How did she do that? The day of the party, but we still had fun. We still turned up. But she good. Like, she's good. I mean, she good. She got broke wrist. Right. She ain't died. Right. Well, you know how some people, like, they feel like I they feel get like out of there. And... My philosophy in life, you always good as long as you breathe. <laughs> I'm with you. You can make it through anything long as you still breathing. Oh, my God. You're going to be is, all right. You know what? That is your, like, saying about everything. Because I will never forget yes, when we were in you the gonna car. you going to be all right. You hit that curb so hard. What curb? When me, you, and Ryan were in the car, Ryan was in the back seat, and he flew to the other side. And but he like, didn't fly through the window, did he? <laughs> Bro, Ryan was like, ah! <laughs> I he never heard Ryan have such a high-pitched scream. Right. <laughs> I you said so he be weird. moaning when he think about T-Pain. Ryan is going to kill you. Do you know that, right? 
Everybody knows Ryan loves T-Pain. Okay, y'all, Ryan not in the room so we can talk about it. Ryan is obsessed with T-Pain. Like, he loves him down. Mm-hmm. Loves him down. So we always, be, so we always be saying he scream when he see T-Pain. But we love T-Pain, too. Shout out to T-Pain. Yes, we love T-Pain. I'm a T-Pain stan, honey. But yes, but yeah, it's like I really feel that way. Like, I feel like people just stress so much over things. And not to say, don't get me wrong, because it's definitely a big deal breaking your wrist. Right, right. But I just always look at things like things could but be I mean, because things could always be worse, you know, and I just think that as long as we alive and we here, we blessed and we going to be all right. So, period. Preach it, sister. Shout out to Candy. You going to be okay, bro. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let yeah, me ask you fun. this. Um, not like the Breakfast Club, but could you do a morning radio show? Like, as a job. Like, if somebody wanted to hire you right now in Atlanta, they were like, Drea, I want you to do morning radio every morning from 6 a.m., to 11 a.m., would you do it? I feel like I could do anything if the check right and it's a good opportunity. Mm. But you got to be in Atlanta Monday through Friday. I live in Atlanta. I know, but I'm saying it ain't no, oh, girl, I wanna, I'm want i going to Greece tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I ain't never been to Greece yet. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, well, I'm saying because you know you like so, to get up and go. You like to get up and go, Pooh. I mean, thanks, I do. But at the same time, I just feel like, yeah, you know, like, what is the check like? like right. What is the, what the contract say? Because right. I would like to be able, if I want to go somewhere, I want to be able to go. Right. Maybe not all the time, mm-hmm. but like, I'm sure we can get a guest host if I have opportunity to go to Greece. I'll, I'll, be your, I'll be your sub. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure if I got to offer the job, mm-hmm. you would have one too. Probably. I ain't taking it. You wouldn't do a morning show? Mm-mm. Never? Mm-mm. I could do it. It, it got to be a big fucking... I, I was tired. I mean, I was tired, but I feel... Only reason I feel like I could do it is because I'm so disciplined. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, if I'm the type of person, if I know I got to get up, getting up early don't really bother me. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? It's not really that hard for me. I just be tired. Right. And I think that I already be in the habit of getting up because I get up at 7. Right, 4 right, is right. a little different. That That's way earlier. But to me, you just go to sleep early. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and I don't you just think... make sure you're not out late. Yeah, I mean, if it came down to it, of course, like, if the bag was big enough or and it was a great opportunity, like, if Breakfast Club was like, oh, we want y'all to do that, I'm like, hell yeah, of course. I think but... that's easy money, and I think it's a easy, it's a really, really easy way to build a strong fan base mm-hmm. of people that really gonna fuck with you. Right, right. You know what I mean? There's so many people who have morning shows who, like, make so much fucking money now. Like, Steve Harvey, that nigga, how much he worth? Like, 200, I don't know I don't how know. much he worth, but he worth a lot, a lot of money. A lot and of he money. still do he still do his morning show. Every Does Tom Jordan still have his morning show? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But I'm I wouldn't be surprised if he do, and that's somebody else who's really rich. Mm. Same thing with Ricky Smiley. Yep. I feel like these people are always gonna have they morning shows because it's just an easy bag. And you know what and it is about a morning show that's with your following. Right. And you know what it is about a morning show that's so great? It's like everybody's gonna listen to it. Because people literally just, it's easy just to turn on the radio when you're driving to work. Literally, I grew up on Tom Joyner because my mom just had it playing on the radio when she would drop me off to um, school. Do you remember that little soap that they used to have? It's your world. 
Hey, don't you know it's what you make? No, you don't remember that? I mean, me and my daddy was more of, you know, the Mad Hatter morning oh, show. Oh, y'all were doing Mad Hatter. Yeah. I See, never... we didn't have it in orange. We, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, that was like a Houston. So, yeah. Mad Hatter morning show is like um this radio show on 97.9 About It, okay. which is a Houston radio station. Right. And he still got his morning show, right? Yeah, I think so. Mad Hatter has been on the morning show for... My whole life. Years. Yeah, my decades. Yes. <laughs> that is insane. He ain't giving that spot up. When I, I think of, right. when I think of years, I think about three years, yeah. five years, decades. Yeah. He's been on the radio since I was like born. I don't remember a 97 on the box without a man well, had a morning yeah. show. Because I know when I moved to But Houston, that's what you call longevity. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a good slot to have. It's a good slot, especially once you get syndicated. Like, And I think people listen more in the mornings. I think it's easier to have a successful morning show than to have a successful like nighttime show. Mm-hmm. Because everybody be asleep. Yeah. Like, to me, them quiet storm, them quiet storm, um... Radio shows right. that people be having, you know, where they play like the slow jams mm-hmm. and all this stuff from like what, like twelve p, twelve a.m. to four a.m. I feel mm-hmm. like those don't get as many listeners right. as the morning well, shows also because, because people be knocked out. Well, not only that, people they necessarily don't be sleep; they be in the house. They're not mm-hmm. listening to the radio in the house. They're watching TV at this point. Mm-hmm. So that's when they have like the late night talk shows. You know what I'm saying? Because people are watching TV at that point. You ain't riding around. Yeah, most in the of morning. The time. In the morning, you driving and you gonna turn on the radio. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, shout out to the Breakfast Club and shout out to Angela Yee and Lip Service. We had an amazing time. We got a lot of shit done in New York. Um, but it's too cold and it's time to go home. Okay, <laughs> it is time to go home. Didn't you say you going back to Houston this weekend? Um, I was, but I'm not gonna make it. I You're need not. to really. I gotta reset this. This was a lot for me. And you know I'm a weather person. And I, my anxiety, like, I had such a bad anxiety attack this morning. I got to get home, and I need to reset so bad. Like, yeah. whoo, y'all know my anxiety be everywhere. So I was just, like, freaking out this morning after we left Breakfast Club. And I was, like, trying to calm down before we ca- got here. So I'm like, you know what? I just need to go home and kind of, like, reset. Are you going to go back in uh, March? I think I'm going to go back in well, I think I know I'm going back in like two or three weeks because it's my best friend's wife's birthday and okay. she's having like a 90s skate party. Oh, that's going to be fun. Yeah, it's going to be real fun because I really didn't go to Houston for nothing but to like try to have a quick breakfast with my mom, Yeah, go to my friend mom's mm-hmm. party. And then, you know, I had to pick up my little gifts. Right, right, right. Got a little new ice, period. Mm-hmm. Well... But- I want to go to the rodeo. I haven't been to the rodeo. That, and I want to go back. That's what I was about to say. I yeah. want to go back and go to the rodeo. And I didn't get to do that because I just kind of flew in and flew out. Mm. But I really, really want to go to the rodeo. I've like, been to the rodeo in a minute. Yeah, because, I mean, when COVID happened, when COVID happened, they didn't have the rodeo for like a year or two. Mm-hmm. So they just started back last year. And then I didn't get to go last year. So I was like, I got to go to the carnival this year. That food would be too good. Yeah. I'm mad I missed the cookout because I was actually there this right. past weekend. Right. And it, I'm not going to lie. Burns Barbecue Tent was lit. But it's hard to get tickets, though. It's really hard to Man, get the tickets for the I know cookout. too many people in Houston. It would have been easy for me to get a ticket. Probably. But yeah, it's kind of hard. My friends live there. They know a lot of people, too. Mm-hmm. But it was hard to get tickets. Well, literally everybody I knew was in that tent. Like, every... I mean, that, that motherfucker I knew a lot of people jumping. that was in there, too. My friend was there. Yes, it was lit in there. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. 
What's up, y'all? It's your girl, XP. And it's your girl, Dre and Nicole. And y'all know we're going to tell y'all this all the time. If you're thinking about therapy, you've never tried it, you're going through something in your life, or you just need somebody to talk to, BetterHelp.com is the place for you. Yes, I love BetterHelp. I actually just changed therapists recently, and mm-hmm. it was a very smooth and easy process because you can do everything online from the comfort of your home. And that's one of the main things that I love about BetterHelp. It's just super easy and convenient. Yes, I love the convenience of it. You don't even have to get out of bed, mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So what you're going to do is you're going to go to betterhelp.com. That's better H-E-L-P.com. And you're going to use code poor minds. Y'all listen, therapy can be expensive, but if you use our code, you're going to get 10% off of your first month. So listen, therapy can be expensive. So what you're going to do is go to betterhelp.com and use code poor minds. You're going to get 10% off of your first month. I'm telling you, save you a coin Mm -hmm. and get your therapy on child. You're going to thank us later. Period. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, XP. And it's your girl, Dre and Nicole. And y'all know it's about to be summertime, and it's all about eating healthy. Not only to look good on the outside, but to feel good on the inside. Yes, and you know, we love fresh, high-quality ingredients. Mm-hmm. That's why I love Hungry Root, and they have so many delicious options. Yeah, so all you're going to do is go to HungryRoot.com, and you're going to take a short, fun quiz, and they'll let get to know you, your goals, everything that you're trying to reach, and they're going to send an ingredient list to your door, and you're going to use everything. They're going to give you different recipes, y'all. I made a grilled chicken rainbow veggie bowl mm-hmm. with a little rice in there. Bussin'. Mm-hmm. Healthy. And good. Right. And most importantly, fresh. Period. So make sure you go to HungryRoot.com slash PoorMinds. That's HungryRoot.com slash PoorMinds so you can get 30% off of your first delivery and free veggies for life. Free veggies for life. You heard me right. Period. I know that's right. Okay, so we gonna get into these topics today. Okay, so the first topic, because I feel like this has always gone on in dating since the beginning of time, but I feel like it was always kind of like the men doing it. And, you know, women started to catch on and do it a little more, but now it's like out in the open, like women are openly doing this Mm -hmm. unapologetically, unapologetically, okay? Mm -hmm. So today we're going to talk about the double standard of older people dating younger. Because like when men do it, it's like, oh, you got you a, a young, fine one. You got you a young, fine one. That's good for you. And you like, oh, girl, you got you an older man. He's so mature and he got money. He's um, stable. Like, oh, that's good for you. But when an older woman dates a younger man, it's looked upon like, uh, she's robbing the uh, cradle. That's nasty. She can't get a man her age. Oh, she's just doing that because of X, Y, Z. And it's really looked down upon. So how do you feel about the double standards? Yeah, of that's the what I more gap? so wanted to talk about. I more so wanted to talk about it from like the women's perspective. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, I just feel like it's definitely a double standard and that shit is fucked up. Yeah. I feel like if men can be 42 and be dating women that are 24, 22. Why can't women do the same thing? Without the Yeah, without getting scrutinized for it or, like, people making a big deal about it. Like, I feel like it's literally the same shit. If you think one is nasty, why you don't think the other one is? Now, I agree with that because if a person, if you're judging this couple, then you need to judge that couple. Not saying that y'all should be judging people anyway. An age gap is an age gap. Like, you know what I mean? It doesn't matter the gender. Right. It doesn't matter if the genders are reversed. Right. It's still the same age gap. I think that at the end of the day, yeah, I really think y'all shouldn't give a fuck who nobody fucking to be honest but 
Um, I have definitely seen recently a lot of women getting backlash, like popular, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. women on social media and stuff, getting backlash for dating younger guys, you know, and then a lot of people are trying to say, oh, they trying to groom them. Or like you said, oh, you can't get somebody your age. Mm-hmm. But I feel like some of these particular women in question... Mm-hmm. can definitely get somebody they age. Let's be for real here. Right. You know what I mean? But maybe you just want somebody. I think sometimes people just like dating younger people because they be wanting excitement in their life. Right. Or, I don't know, because I haven't ever, personally, I've never dated a guy that was significantly younger than me. Um, I think probably, have I dated? I'm trying to think, have I dated anybody that's younger than you, me, period? I don't think I have. But see, to me, when you say, like, they want a little bit of excitement, like... I don't see the excitement of dating somebody younger. What's the excitement? Me burping you? Maybe like, it being maybe it being less serious. I feel like everybody ain't always looking for a serious situation. And I think that when dudes be younger, they be aloof. That was a good word. Aloof. Yeah. I think they be a little aloof or, you know, they just be excited to be there. Excited to like... Because that's what I think too. And I, I also feel like who's to say that these niggas don't be running down on them? I feel no, like... No, they definitely do. I feel like young dudes definitely be wanting them older women. Like they love older women. And I'm not even saying I'm technically counted as older, but I I get hit on by guys like in like 21 to 25 the most. But then you are an older woman in comparison to right, them. Right, in comparison to yeah. them. You know, so yeah, I get hit on a lot. Now, personally for me, I do not like want nobody younger than me. That's just my personal preference. If I can still smell the Similac on your breath, I'm cool. I'm good on it. Now, 21, that's mm-mm, that's too young. Yeah, 21 is a little different. Like, I feel like as a 30-something-year-old woman or as a 40-something-year-old woman, what do you want with a 21-year-old? Like, he barely legal. Right. He's barely legal. Like, he's just now started being able to have a drink and to go to the 21 right. and Up Club without a fake ID. I don't want no part to that. You know what I mean? But I feel like, you know, when you talking about a woman who's in her 30s or her 40s and she dating a man that's like 28, 29, I okay, mean, Okay, that's, hey, that's what I was going to say. That's your business. And I mean, he is significantly younger than you right. still but that's your business y'all are consenting adults he has been an adult for a long time so i don't necessarily think it's grooming right when a person is fresh off the bottle Thanks. fresh off that simulac fresh off that nipple i definitely feel like it's a little bit of grooming yes. going on for sure yes so uh, especially is- when it's one of these you know rich younger yes. guys yes i um saw this this is very very weird but I was looking for sex topics for us to talk about. And they have a, a fetish category called 18th birthdays. Like, that's when shit gets weird. When you're, mm-hmm. like, waiting for somebody to turn 18 and you feel like, oh, well, it's okay. Yeah. That's when stuff gets a little weird. Like, when the girl, what's, the, what's that girl's name? The bad baby girl turned 18 and started her OnlyFans. She like, 18 now? Yeah, she, well, I think she's way past 18 now. I think this was a couple of years ago whenever she, I think she might be like 19, 20. I don't know how old she is now. But I remember when she turned 18 and started her OnlyFans, and I'm not knocking her hustle, you know, whatever. But I'm talking about on the other end, like the men that were signing up for that account. It's like, do you realize, like, 
that's when it gets creepy to me. Yeah. Unfortunately, though, I think a lot of people think that when you turn 18, you free game. Yeah. And I think that men have been thinking like that for a very, very long time. And I hate to say, but it's not just men. You know, women, they they do that, too. They get to try to groom in the young boys. And it happens more than... But you know what it is? Because they applaud that. Yeah. Like, if a young boy sleeps with his teacher, it's like, oh, man, you knocked the teacher down. It's cool. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, that was, that was that, no. It's uh-uh. not I, no. That I'm was say, never okay. No, but what I'm saying now, college that be a little different. Man, I guess I'm telling you, you know, technically, even though you shouldn't be, your professor shouldn't be trying to fuck on you, right? Y'all are grown, but, but in saying, high school, right? I mean, I of course think it's gross. But I'm saying I see what people say when they see stuff like that. That's like, perverted, though. It's very perverted and it's very disgusting. Like I said, there's definitely. A um a thin line. Well, not a thin line. It's a line between liking somebody and the age doesn't matter and they're an adult, like they're 28, 29, 30 versus you dating somebody young because you're trying to mold them into what you think that they could be. And you're trying to like, oh, let me sink my paws in him before he gets too old and realizes X, Y, Z. Like, let me put this... Because, ladies, we know the older we get, you know, the coochie get better. It do. The coochie get better. So you know if you 35 and you putting it on a little 20-year-old, he ain't going to know what to do. Mm-hmm. You know what you doing. You yeah. know what you doing. It's the same thing with these older men. Like, you know if you in your 30s, like if you're 35 and you're talking to an 18-year-old, mm. you know what you doing. You know how to manipulate this girl. You know yeah. how to make her fall in love with you. Like, she young. She don't know no better. You can't run that game on a 33-year-old. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you can because it's still some dumb I mean, thirty-three year olds. <laughs> you definitely can. So I beg to differ. You're right. You're right about that. But it's easier to do it on the eighteen-year-old. Like you got to put in a little more it's work. It's easier to do that type of stuff with dumb people. Mm. Now see. Wait, I'm being honest because I feel like when I was 18, I just have never been a super impressionable person. Right, right. You know what I mean? I think some people are easily like persuaded or can be manipulated. And mm-hmm. I think you have some people who are just not easily manipulated. Yeah. And I feel like I've always dated guys that were older than me. Like even when I was 18, I definitely was dating like 23 year olds. Well, that's not... 22-year-olds. I mean, yeah, but you're an adult. Yeah, but I feel You like have life 20... experience. Yeah, but like... Tw- but 22 well, was 18, it's kind of like y'all both still childish. Y'all both still figuring it out. But like if you were tw- if you were 18 dating a 35-year-old, he got some game that you ain't never even well, thought of. Well, that's a little bit different. But let me... Okay, but I was 22, 23 dating like a 42-year-old. Oh! I was... Yeah. Jaria. I was. And I used to be like, no, and I didn't never fuck that nigga. And I got mad shit from him. And he used to be running it up. He used to drive from Louisiana. I remember him. I know you do. Shout <laughs> to that young man. He used to drive from Louisiana all the time. Bring me gifts. Oh, my God. I remember bring that me, young man. Bring me roses. He thought he was about to get that tender pussy. Yes. He used to be buying me little cute little designer slides and purses. <laughs> remember he bought me that yes. little Louis bag? Like, he. I used bet to, he used to be in the mirror like, young tender, I'm going to put the whole dick in her. And never did. No pussy. Never did. But that's, what, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. To me, it's just more of a mindset thing. <laughs> like, I think you can easily manipulate somebody when they're easily manipulated. manipulated. Yeah, yeah. But you can't lie and say, At, like, wisdom. Wisdom does come with age. You know what I'm saying? It do, but some people still dumb. You can't say that wisdom come with... Some people don't be wise, and they be old as fuck. Right, but you can't say... Like, you do live and you learn 
learned like there's things that I did at 18 or decisions that are decisions that I've made at 18 that I'm not making at 33. You're not. Right. Because you're not dumb. Right. But there's a lot of and people who And that's the point that learn. I'm making. I was dumb at one point. And I wisened up. Some people stay dumb. But some people do wisen up. You know? We- Maybe more. <laughs> more, <laughs> more of the first. I see. You don't have faith in the girls. You I don't do. have no faith in the girls. I don't girls. have faith in these niggas neither, though. If it make it sound any better, I don't okay, be have so faith If you're people. 45 and you're single, what's the youngest you would date? I'm 45 and single. Yes. Mm, I probably wouldn't want to date anybody younger than like 38. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. I just don't like dating people much older than me. Like even with that situation that I was talking about that I was in, I think that was one of the reasons why I didn't end up having sex with him because I just couldn't vibe with him like that. Yeah. I just felt like we were from two completely different eras and generations. Mm -hmm. Like we didn't have anything in common. And so I feel like when it's a big age gap like that, I just... be in the car playing Ray Charles? Nah, because he wasn't at all. Oh, my bad. (laughs) My bad, my but bad. But he definitely, he definitely used to be playing like Ill Lil Cool J and stuff. That ain't that bad. He used to have you watching Silent Movies. When you was, used to watch Silent Movies. Did we watch what? Silent Movies. If the black and white ones? No. You're like, oh, I'm about to put this shit on your spot. But yeah, like I just, yeah, girl, I don't know. I just think that when it's that big of an age gap, we don't have nothing in common, and I just feel like it's not going to work. I prefer mm-hmm. to date people like we kind of within that same mm-hmm. age range or not too far. Because yeah. usually my philosophy is, you know, we wasn't in high school at the same time. You too old. Mm-mm. See, I like older guys, but not too much older. Now that I'm, now that I'm 31, I feel like niggas be a little more mature. Yeah. In their 30s. Yeah. Than they was in their 20s. Like, I felt like when I was in my 20s, I felt like I had to date somebody that was like 10 years mm-hmm. older than me or whatever to get but a now quote you're unquote. In that age range. Yeah, to people. get a quote okay. unquote mature guy. But now that I'm 31, I feel like, you know, if I date a, a 35 year old or a 38 year old, I think he gonna be, you know, yeah, it's, it's he should good. have it together a right. little bit. See, I've always been. And let, look, I'm going to be kind of contradicting myself a little bit, though. But I've always kind of liked older men, but not too, too much older. Like, at one point, I was dating a guy, like, extremely older than me. Like, I thought the nigga was going to take me to a juke joint old. Yeah, I don't want no geriatric dick. No yeah, thanks. Yeah, like, you know, he's waking up in the morning, scatting the jazz and shit. Like, I don't... But I I liked it. I liked it a little bit, but I still That's like good. older men. I still like older guys. Like like how old? Um, I think I talked about this. Like you know, I like Big Papa's in his fifties. He's in his fifties, but he's not like the average. I would say like fifty year old. Like he don't be acting like an old ass man. You know what I'm saying? Not that fifty is an old ass man. No offense to anybody, but you know what. <laughs> What? <laughs> them little heads. The way he be wearing them heads. But okay, girl. <laughs> don't do you act like he had one of them hats called a kangle. <laughs> what they call mm-hmm. He don't wear those. He do. No, now see, they about to do, see what you done did again. I know he got some. He do he not wear those. Never, Cause when he around us, he be trying to wear caps. Cause he, cause <laughs> he, he trying to swag it cause up. he know we a little younger, you know. But I feel like he definitely got the kangles, bitch. That he be pulling out on a normal occasion, not the regular occasion. Mm-hmm. You need to stop, okay? All right, so we go <laughs> move on to the next topic. 
I never dated nobody in their fifties. Yeah. I feel like that's where I draw. I, I draw the line in forty something. Yeah, but I feel like, like I said, that's probably like the oldest I've you know talked to or dated or whatever. Mm-hmm. But we be having fun. Like he's yeah. not like an old fifty. Like I can't date nobody that don't like to be outside and turn up and have a good time and go right. places. Like. Because I've dated younger men that just like to be inside. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I just, if we can get up and go, you can get the dick up. Cool. Yeah, because I feel like that's not an age thing. That's more of a personality trait. Right. Because you got people, older people who be outside. Mm-hmm. My daddy used to be outside. Facts. He did. Mm-hmm. He used to I believe being it. outside. Would you date a man like if he had to take Viagra? No. Damn, you straight. I mean, if that's my husband, it's different. Like, if we married, I'm not going to divorce my nigga because he got ED now. So, if you're 45 a, and you're dating a 50-year-old and he has to take Viagra, you Dating know. or married? Dating. If we dating, I'm not... What the hell, But you're no. 45. So, my pussy works. I know it do, huh? And it's going to still be working. I work. seen that wrist. <laughs> I know it work, bitch. Period. <laughs> you ain't got to tell me twice. But no, for real. Like, <laughs> I just feel like, yeah, at 45, my pussy's still going to be working. Like, and I want your dick to work, too. Look, like, I'm trying to still be fucking. Right. But he going to take the little blue pill. And it's th- it is not the work. Bluetooth. I just don't. <laughs> you are judgy. I I don't feel like it's judgy. It's just a preference. Now, if you're my husband, I am gonna be so big on when I get married. But when I get married, like staying committed to my nigga. But mm. that's because you made a commitment to me. Amen. Up until then, bye, nigga. If it ain't working, you got to go. Okay, I feel you. So, what if he was taking it behind your back and like it, like you having the best sex of your life, and then like a year later, you find a Viagra tube? Do what you gotta do. Do what you gotta do. And y'all are dating though. Do what you gotta do. Okay. But Just sometimes I feel out. like, but sometimes I feel like, cause you're saying that, but sometimes people be taking those supplements and stuff and that shit don't work. Mm-hmm. So don't get me wrong, like maybe if he was taking it and it was working, I'd be cool with that. Okay, okay. But sometimes niggas be having erectile dysfunction and they be taking like Viagra and Blue Chew and all of that stuff and they still don't mm-hmm. be getting it up. Okay, okay. I see. And so if if you are going through all of these measures and it's still not working and we're dating and we're not married, then you off the door. Oh, I'm going with the wind. (sighs) You and that little pussy. You what you gonna do? Um, probably just cheat. See, no, I don't (laughs) I'm not cheating on no nigga that I'm not married to. No, I'm playing. If we're just dating each other, why am I cheating on you? Why wouldn't because I just you know break what? up? I might want the older man because we vibe, but I might want the younger nigga just for the dick. I'm breaking up with anybody. I don't give a damn. We in a relationship. I'm breaking up with you. I'm not cheating. If we married, you a good woman. If we married, I'm getting a divorce. I'm not, or we separating. You a I'm good I'm not woman. cheating. You a good woman. Because why the fuck am I sticking around? Why not? If that dick not good Mm. no more all right go ahead let's get to the next topic let's get to the next topic what's up y'all it's your girl lex p and i have a very special announcement well i already announced it but i'm gonna let y'all know again we are going on tour it's starting in june y'all look we announcing it extra early so y'all got time to get your tickets no excuses we got la philly chicago atlanta houston now listen to me because i know how y'all get we are still adding dates i repeat 
we are still adding dates. But if you see your city right now, go ahead and get your tickets. If you don't see your city, don't worry. We still coming, okay? So make sure y'all go to www.poorminds.com and get y'all VIP meet and greets. We outside, poo. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, XP. And it's your girl, Dre and Nicole. And as y'all may notice, lately we have been talking about our financial goals on the show. So we definitely want to help y'all get right. Yes, it's so important to build your credit score up. And who doesn't want to do that by making small purchases like groceries, gas, and streaming services? I mean, you're going to do that anyway. Mm-hmm. So what you're going to do is you're going to go to chime.com backslash poor minds. I'm telling y'all, people who sign up, on average, they see like a 30-point increase mm-hmm. on their credit. That is major. You know how long that can take somebody to do it be taking a minute it be taking a while so y'all need to get better spending habits but while you're spending get your credit right i'm telling y'all having good credit is the best thing in the world the key to life the key to life so what you're gonna do is go to chime.com backslash poor minds that's c-h-i-m-e.com backslash poor minds i'm telling y'all it's gonna get you right yes the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by Stride Bank NA pursuant to a license from Visa USA. Chime checking account and $200 qualifying direct deposit required to apply for the secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card. Based on a study conducted by Experian, credit builder members observed an average 30-point FICO score, eight increase over eight months with regular on-time payments. Results may vary. See Chime.com for details. Out of network ATM withdrawal fees may apply except at MoneyPass ATMs in a 7-Eleven or any all-point or Visa Plus Alliance ATM. Yeah, so for the next topic, I need to pull it up because I ain't pulled it up yet. <laughs> so for the next <laughs> Not the rosé that hit us a little bit. <laughs> so for the next topic, I want to talk about our most relationships with, like, do you create relationships normally with immediate connection mm-hmm. or do you create them from, like, going on multiple dates? I personally feel like um, immediate connection. Immediate. Long-lasting relationships. This is right off the bat. Absolutely. I think so. Mm. I don't know if I feel like, because I feel like if you go on one date with somebody or a few dates with somebody and you don't like them, every time I've ever tried to give myself time to grow to like somebody, it still didn't end up being anything that serious because right. I didn't um, I didn't like you off the rip. Right. We didn't have an immediate connection. Right. Like, I feel like you have immediate connections with people. And you know when you do. Whether it's friends, like, whether when you meet somebody and y'all cool as fuck. And mm-hmm. then you just like, oh, that's my friend. Like, I love her. We be having a good time right, together. Right, right, right. Same thing I feel like with dating relationships. Even sometimes when you meet a guy and he's your friend first. Mm. You know when you and a person have, like, like chemistry, a conne- a chemistry and a connection. Right. And then sometimes I think with some people, you know, you just don't really vibe with them like that. But you still try to force it or you might like so many other things about them like they might have they might check off all the other boxes Mm -hmm. like you know say he's financially stable say he's attractive um you know say the dick is fire all Mm -hmm. three of those things but that spark but that spark y'all and y'all just don't have a lot of things in common i hate that goddamn spark because it ruins my life because that spark gonna think like you can't tell if this is lust or it's love until you in it for a while oh my god and then once you deep in it that spark is still there and it'll still trick you sometimes because you be like nah this wasn't love because this ain't what real love is then you see the nigga again you be like i love wait that spark that spark my coochie done been sparked my brain been Mm -hmm. sparked my heart been sparked bitch i'm burnt I'm burnt over here i'm telling you like but i do feel like relationships that last you I just don't have know, a, though, because sometimes bro. when you really build something, 
And it's like you grow together and you really learn each other. Now, have I ever done this? No. Me <laughs> So I'm just like, you know, maybe because I'm always on the spark side. And the Me guys too. that I've dealt with, when I when I talk about men, I always think of like the two like guys that just had me like all scrambled in the head. Mm-hmm. And th- both of these men, it was like when I first met them, it was like, oh my God, especially Throwback Bay. Like that shit, our first date really threw me for a fucking loop, mm-hmm. bitch. Like I left that, I still have the video that I took that night. I got home, I got on Snapchat and I was really drunk and I was like, oh my God, y'all, I just had the most amazing night of my life. That's what you said? Yes, I still have those videos. And I be looking at them and I'm like, what the fuck, bitch? Like, you could just see it in my eyes, bitch. I was like, this is my husband. I'm going to get pregnant. I still feel like that might be my baby daddy. And you know why? The spark. The spark be having me confused, bitch. I don't know. Sometimes the spark can fuck you up. The spark can fuck you up. But I just feel like, yeah, no, I definitely feel like sometimes you just have that connection with people and then relationships last. Well, maybe not last, but I think that like, even for example, when you see a lot of people who, you know, they'll have like a person that they met when they was like in their early 20s or they met them in high school mm-hmm. and they'd be like, oh, um, I felt like me and this person were so in love. That was my first love, my soulmate, whatever. Right. And then they move on. They end up going to college, finding somebody else, marrying somebody else, having kids, building a family. And then later down the line, when they in their 40s and 50s, they end up, like, running into that person again. And it feel like they hitting it off where they stop. What Tyler Perry movie you don't watch? No, I'm saying I know people. One of my one of my family members is like that. She was engaged to this guy when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. They were supposed to get married. They didn't end up getting married. They both moved on, and he started dating other people. She's dated other people since then, and now they're dating again, and they're in their 50s. Do you know how... But think about how scary that is, though, what you said. And it's not waiting, because, again, you've been living your life. You've been doing your thing, but in the back of your mind, you just like me. About that Like, everybody that you've dated since then, you just like me and that person. Me and these people don't have that spark that I had with this person. But do you know how scary that is? Because imagine being... Okay, so say you have a spark from somebody in high school. You've moved on and got married. And you run into that person and you're still married. Imagine being your husband because maybe his spark is with you. So you're always that person for him. Right. But your spark is with this nigga? That's fucking scary as hell to think about. Yeah, it is scary as hell. But do you not feel like it's millions of people out there who are in relationships like that where they not, where it's one-sided and one of the partners is way more in love with, you know, the person than the other person is with them? I think it's a lot of marriages like that. Give me the spark, bitch. You right. Give me the spark, And that's bitch. what I want, too. But that's why I don't understand why people do stuff like mm. that. Like, I'm not going to... No, we done broke it down, bitch. That makes sense. Yeah, I don't even... Like, to be honest, I don't understand why people do stuff like that. If I have a spark with somebody and I feel like I've never had no connection like this with anybody else, I ain't letting you go. Unless you got to do some real fucked up shit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? For me to let you go. But people be breaking up. Like, I've seen stories where people have broken up for things like, oh, this person got a job offer in a different city. So they had to move away and I didn't want to move. Bitch, if me and a nigga got a connection like that, I could work from anywhere. Right. But also, ladies and men, this is not a sign to text that toxic ass nigga that you think you had a spark with. I'm just saying, I feel like if you make a connection with somebody and you feel like you've never had that with anybody else, 
to me, it's worth trying to work through the obstacles. Like, mm. even if it is maybe them having a job offer somewhere else and having to move out of the city. If you feel like this is your person and you found a connection that you've never had before, it's worth working out. I think it's stupid when people be like, oh, yeah, I was so in love with this person, but they ended up having to, uh, you know, move somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like, no. So, okay, define what the spark feels like to you. Mm. It's just immediate. Like you, do you fi- feel it in your coochie? You know that you feel, feel it. In your- you feel it in your coochie. You okay. feel it in your bones. Not the bones. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the one the shunty you was know talking that- about. <laughs> I got this humming in my bones. Yeah, have we sang that yet? Mm-hmm. We need. That's I what we gonna remember. sing today. I can't remember, but. That's, you that's, feel it in your coochie. You feel it. You feel it in your body. I just feel like you know when you meet your people. Every time I've ever met one of my people that I feel like God put on this earth for me to be cool with or for them to be in my life, I know it. Because mm-hmm. it's just an immediate connection. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's the same thing with a man. Mm. And you, every time I've had you might an, be on to something. And every time I've had an immediate connection with the guy, those situations lasted the longest. When I think about my true, Not- true, like, first love, like, when I really, that was the first time I felt in love. I've talk, I talked to you about it. I was, like, 20. We used to live together, that relationship. That's really how it was. Literally, we met, and literally three days later, we were saying, I love you. Mm-hmm. Three days later. And when I think about, when I talk about being in love, it's crazy. Because I was only, like, what, 19, 20 mm-hmm. then? But I think about that, and I'm like, I don't know if... Well, yeah, I have been closer to people since him, but I remember that feeling. Mm-hmm. I remember that. And I remember saying, if I don't have this feeling again, I don't want it. And then I got it again. Mm-hmm. Like, I got it again, that that spark that... Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because no matter what... This is another thing about the spark. No matter what happens, though, y'all are always, like, drawn back to each other. It's, like, weird. Like, the universe always, like connects you like I remember um Lauren London said something like um I don't want to really quote her like word for word but she was saying like I'm gonna find you I found you in this lifetime and I can't wait to find you in the next Mm -hmm. because you know some people really feel like they're like kindred souls and they're always gonna find each other you know what I'm saying do you feel like we get another lifetime um uh I don't know but I don't want to come back to this bitch if we Thanks. do, this shit is ass. This shit is ghetto. This shit is ghetto. I was just talking to Ryan about that the other day. I said, bro, it would just be my luck that the world would end and the God would be like, oh no, you stay. You not stay. not, not, not you. Was, not you was giving the task to repopulate the, the earth. The lone survivor, bitch. That would be just my fucking luck. Like, I, I that's just how things work. I can Speaking see that. Speaking of repopulation, are you having a kid this year? This year? Yeah. What the hell made you ask me that? We were talking about repopulation. Yeah, but this year? Hey, you know First of all, all, it's February. Did your coochie spark? It's February, and I'm not pregnant. Well, you're drinking rosé. Obviously, you're not pregnant. I mean, people be pregnant and don't know. Okay, you right, because my sister was getting towed. I'm I'm just playing. Yeah, and I... (laughs) (laughs) Side note, I'm joking. That's I'm joking. probably why little Peanut is so bad. <laughs> that is probably why he bad. Peanut be drunk. Peanut he was a little tipsy tequila in his bottle. Mm-hmm. That's exactly why he bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. But shout yeah. out to little Peanut. Yeah, shout out to Peanut. But <laughs> people definitely be pregnant and don't know. But I know for facts that no, I am not. Shit. Because I just went to the doctor and I'm good. <laughs> but... <laughs> that's not what I asked. 
But um, you know, no, no this baby year? this year. This year, yeah. I feel like I have too much going on. Okay. I mean, a baby don't stop nothing. A baby don't stop nothing. But for me to have a baby uh, in the next year, it would very much be have to be unplanned. Like, if I was to get pregnant anytime soon. If you got pregnant next week, what you doing? Why would I get pregnant next week? I'm not it, having sex. Okay, next time you got sex, say you got pregnant. Are you having it? If it's like an accident. I'm really curious. I'm not even being funny. Because I might slip up. If I got, yeah, I feel like I'm at that age, but I feel like I've been saying this for a long time. Yeah. Like I've been saying for a long time, I'm at the point in my life where if I get pregnant, I'm not getting no abortion. Yeah. We too old to be at the clinic trying to hide our plan parents. I mean, we, we a little too old to be at the clinic. We gonna leave that in our not past in, life. No, we in there with the teens, bitch, cutting up. They're like, what your old ass doing in here, old ass bitch? Bitch, you need to keep that baby. <laughs> But no, um, for real though, yeah. Like I feel like I'm 31. Like I'm at an age where it's like I'm mature enough. I feel like to mm-hmm. to be a mother, and I feel like I make smart decisions with the people I choose today. Yeah, and sleep with. Okay. If we're not gonna use a condom, you're somebody that I feel like I would be cool with getting pregnant for okay. at this point in my life. Right now, when I was younger. You was I just getting that raw meat. No, I'm oh. no, no, oh, no, my no. Bad. My bad, my bad. No, my bad. no, no. <laughs> my bad, too far. Too far. No. Too far. You know what's crazy? I could count on one hand the niggas I've had raw sex with. <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations. Oh. But, <laughs> but no. <laughs> Wait, let me just say, I can too. I'm just joking. Jeez. But yeah, no, I just feel like I can count on, I haven't had raw sex with a lot of niggas, but I definitely have had raw sex with some niggas that I knew damn well I ain't want to have that baby. I know. Like, I knew if I got pregnant, I would have been crying. Oh my gosh. Seriously. If you think about raw dick, that is really wild. It's really insane. Raw meat? It's raw. Oh my God. Uncooked. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like that. Okay, so no baby. No baby. In 2023, no. No. Okay. Are you going to have a baby in 2023? I don't know. No, I don't know. I'm not going to lie. You just told me the other day you don't want a baby no more. The spark. It hit my coochie. You're insane. I am. Because if I think I know who you talking about. (laughs) Hey, I'm not going to lie. I was like, "Mm." I think about. You uh, was like, "Mm, what? I'm thinking about genetically. It would be a beautiful child, well taken care of. I can just leave the the kid with him. The grandma's the baby. Um, I don't got to do nothing. Um, but I don't know. I I'm I'm really just talking shit. It's the spark. That's why I get the. You're supposed to get the spark in your bones but and you in your get coochie. It in your coochie. But I know I get the spark right here, so it'd be like. You're not supposed to get the spark in your brain, bitch. Yeah, you are. Well, it fried mine. I think you're supposed to get it in your brain and your coochie. I'm cooked. In your bones. Mine was the electric chair, mm. bitch. Not the fried and died you and laid you to the side. Oh, did he? I'm down bad. Mm-mm. And now he about to lay you down with that baby. He about, to, he about to sit you down. No, he not. Yeah. No, he not. He was not outside this summer. Yes, I am. Stay tuned, y'all. <laughs> I'm gonna be at the, might, I'm gonna, might be a poor baby on the way. I'm gonna turn around at the live show. Let's go. <laughs> Stay
still gonna be drinking. It's okay. Auntie gonna drink for you. I'm a weak. Okay, okay, okay. So you need the spark. You honestly changed my mind with your definition. I kind of need the spark. Yeah, I don't want to be spark. in no. I never want to be in a relationship. That sounds so ghetto. I have to learn. I have to grow to love you. Ew. Music said, ghetto. teach me how to love. Teach me how to love you. Okay. But if I don't automatically feel that spark. So does the spark mean I want to fuck you on the first day, but you don't act on it? Like possibly. that's the feeling? Like, yeah. yeah. Possibly. Like, you know, you just really like this nigga. Yeah, like, you be looking I- at him like. Personally, I don't look at no niggas like that. Oh, that's just auntie? Oh, I love dealing with a rich nigga. Rich nigga. <laughs> Ain't that how you <laughs> Ryan! <laughs> Ryan! Where did Ryan go? I love dealing with a rich nigga. what type of rose is this? <laughs> that's how she said it. I love dealing with a rich She did not. What a rich nigga. <laughs> I love doing whatever. So they were watching on my page, but I watched me slow. Hit the boomerang and she watched me flow. That's how she said. Like, <laughs> she, she did not say that like that. But yes, she did. I am through. And if you, if I was a nigga and you were sitting across the table looking at me like that, chick, please. It's the spark, bitch. <laughs> you look like you had a little Tourette. <laughs> and get them every time, mm-hmm, no, <laughs> I don't believe it. I do not believe it. Oh, my God. Okay, so now we're going to get into the bed. Hey. The bed. Bow. 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 I love... We started I love off... dealing with a rich nigga. <laughs> That's what I thought you was about to say again. I was going to say, I really thought we were going to have a calm, mature <gasps> episode today. Wow. When, since know. when did we get calm and mature? I was trying to be in my professional bag because New York had me feeling professional. I'm one of them people who feel... I really feel like I'm never going to grow up. Like, I'm going to always be childish. Always. Okay. I'm never going to be mature. Yeah. I, I should come to grips with that, huh? What about me? You think I... Me ever- and maturity don't go hand in hand. Like, when God was passing out what he was going to put in people, he, he skipped on the maturity for me. I don't think he skipped with me. I think I'm pretty... You know? What? Mature. Um, Mature. Elaborate. I feel like I started this episode off being very serious. You made me laugh. How did I... How was I not being serious? I'm very serious. All right. We gonna gonna talk about this. I am very... You're a very unserious person. Literally every day. Every you know what's crazy though? I think most people think I'm serious. Mm-hmm. You... I don't think anybody thinks You that. don't think anybody think I'm serious? I think I'm, I'm talking about people that don't know me. Like if people you watch who watch this... the show. I think people think I'm out of me and you I feel like they think I'm serious. And this is what delusional looks like. You know how you be calling me delusion? This is fucking delusion. You just wit you think people who watch poor minds think you're a serious yeah. person? Yes. You don't have to say it hard, bitch. You don't make it because true. I was serious, <laughs> unserious, <laughs> unserious, bitch. I'm serious. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, shit, done got serious. <laughs> shit, done got serious. <laughs> exactly. My point was just proven. God, I said we're keeping this episode. Let me put my serious face back on. <sighs> okay, so today, how do I say this word properly, Drea? Uh, cuckolding? Is it cuckolding or cuck? 
how do you say it? I thought we was talking about a sexorcism. Oh, you want to talk about that? That's what I thought we was talking about. I mean, we can talk about the sexorcism. Yeah. Okay, well, fuck that. We're going to talk about sexorcism. Is a cuckoo like a chokehold? <laughs> Unserious. <laughs> Unserious person. Because you know damn well. <laughs> you know damn. Got that nigga in a cuckoo. <laughs> I don't think you want to have your nigga in a cuckoo. <laughs> I love dealing with a rich nigga. Rich niggas, I feel like probably like them. Okay. <laughs> you know, they be into some nasty shit. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, I mean, we can talk about both. Okay. Both of them. Speak your piece. I have to say this about the, the, the cuckolding. I have to get something off my chest. There was a situation one time where this guy um I know like he was in a situation so cuckolding is basically when you like to watch your partner get fucked by somebody else like you're literally watching your partner get fucked by somebody else so I knew a, a guy and he fucked somebody like in front of her husband mm. and um it was fucking weird to me mm. not all it was just because who they were as far as like Who physically, they? it was like an old white couple. Mm. Why are you beating up old baloney meat? I went to it. I told you I went to a sex club with my friend a few months ago. I told you that. It no. was like, yes, I did. I talked about this on Poor Minds. I definitely said me and my friend accidentally went to a sex club. We thought we were trying to get yeah, a y'all drink. Went accidentally? We were trying to get a drink. Did you eat some coochie that night? I didn't, but this nigga named Jerome did. He ate your coochie? No, he didn't eat my coochie. He ate this lady coochie from the bag when she walked in, her and her husband. It was an old white couple, too. And you, could, you couldn't and look he, at him the same. You'll never mm-hmm. look at Jerome the same again. No, I won't. And then he definitely ate it from the bag. Like, when they when they walked in, he was like, hey, what's up? And then he spread it. Spread oh, my God. That's how they shake hands? At the sex club, I guess. Like, you know how dogs sniff booties? Yeah. I to mean, say hello and see what you've been up to? Bitch, he a dog. Roof, roof. Oh, my God. And that's what I'm saying, y'all. This man, it was he's, wild he's, in there. He's tall. He makes money, fine as hell, and he be wanting to fuck with me so bad. And I cannot get that out of my head every time he hits and me. And you said he fucked her raw, raw meat to me. Why aren't we just talking about how crazy that is? How crazy that is? And I saw the lady. She, I'm not gonna sit up here and say she was like she wasn't ugly, but she wasn't like. It was just an older white lady. She was like, just old. Yeah. Yeah. And mm. and he specifically was like, he likes to watch black men fuck his wife. Mm. That's when shit just got a little weird That sounded a little racist. It's given like he got turned on yeah. at the thought of lynching him. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll kill you. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't like that. Yeah. Mm. It was given KKK. I don't like Some it. Some don't seem right about it. Some that. ain't right in the water. And I'm sorry. Yes, I'm being judgy. But anybody, like threesomes are different if y'all are all participating. But anybody that likes to watch, like if you love me, why are you watching me get fucked by somebody else? I do agree with that. And I seen that at the sex club too. I said, oh. but how long did y'all stay? I'm a pa- We stayed for a while. Mm-hmm. It was like we there, we here. We might as well walk around. And what else did you Check see? Check out the premises. <laughs> What else did you see? I seen a lot. Mm. I don't, you know what? I'm not going to lie. I went to a sex resort. I actually had a good time. Would I go back? <laughs> Would I go back? Yes. No. 
It's That's sp- not for me. I bet it smelled wild in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can imagine the smell. The stench. Oh, my gosh. Um, the stench of bad decisions. <laughs> <laughs> but no, for real, I wouldn't go back. But I did. I I feel like you should do a lot of things in life just so you can say you did. Absolutely, like I said, and I that's was... one of those things where it's like, even though I went on accident, I can honestly say, bro, stop making that face. It really was, was an it? accident. I had never even heard of this club, and I really had just wanted to have a drink. But I should have known the way it was ducked off <laughs> that it wasn't a regular club. I mean, Chili's wasn't open if you just wanted a drink. No, but... it was like 12. It was like 12. Damn. I'm not going to lie, but... though. Like I said, I went to the sex resort. I would never go back, mm. but it was a good experience. But see, you a freak, though. Because you knew you was going to a sex resort. <laughs> I didn't know I that I was going to friends. a sex resort. I went with my friends too, but we didn't know we were going well, in she, the club. It was like she was hosting an event. She didn't want to go by herself. Type so you shit. was like, period. I, I needed a vacation. I was broke and she was paying for it. And you was like, yeah, I'm going to just go to this resort and be walking around butt ass naked. Y'all, I, they got, that resort was so freaky. And I might fuck me a nigga. That, no, bitch. <laughs> Don't do it, bitch. I did not. I didn't say you did. I said you, that's what you was thinking on no, your way. I <laughs> No, I fucking wasn't. <laughs> I might fuck me a rich nigga. Rich nigga. <laughs> I might fuck me a rich, rich nigga. <laughs> Wait. I'm weak. But no, that resort was so oh. freaky. I was just sitting in my bathing suit because, like, at this point, you know, y'all know what, I, like, I just didn't want to be completely butt booty hole ass naked. It was, that resort was so freaky. I'm sitting in the, like, on the beach in the chair tanning. The lady came and tapped on me. She was like, you have to take your swimsuit off. Like, the workers were like, you have to be naked. Like, there's a designated. In the pool? Everywhere. That don't sound sanitary. There was a designated spot if you wanted to have clothes on, and it was, like, this big. (laughs) I'm telling you, I seen some wild ass shit there. It was actually a lady. And I know I've told this story before, but this is for the new listeners who've never, because this was a long time ago. Because y'all knew what y'all came for. It was a lady sitting on a floaty. She was sitting on the floaty. One friend had one leg. The other friend had the other leg. And this man was just eating her coochie in the middle of the pool. In the middle of the pool. Like, not over my daiquiri, bitch. Move. I don't like that. That sounds so unsanitary. In a pool with no everybody coochie out, everybody meet out. I'm not gonna lie. We in definitely got out at that point. We definitely got out. It was just a wild time. It was a wild week. It was mm-hmm. a wild week. Ain't this what you came for? All right. So yes, cuck holding. Let us know what y'all think about that. Would y'all participate in it? Are we being too judgy or not? Am I being too hard on old boy? But I don't feel like it's be. I don't feel like being judgy is not wanting to participate in things yourself. I think being judgy is when you like ew. We did just judge because we did just say ew. I didn't say ew. I said that sounds unsanitary. You said it was smelling crazy. No, That's judgy. no. You said that. You the one talk about I know it was funky in there. Bring it here, sweaty, because I love it when it's <laughs> you funky. You the one that said it was funky in them people's sex club. I know it club. was. It, I Welcome know. to my sex room. Okay, so <laughs> now we going to get into the bop. Hey. Hey. Bow. Why do you ruin everything? 
What's bow, your... bow. I don't know. What is your... Uh... <laughs> I'm about to find one. <laughs> okay. I'll go first. Okay, so my bop of the week is by an artist named Upstars. He has a oh, song this called... this is my song. He has a, st- a song called Mine. And he kind of gives me that... He has a little auto-tune in his voice. It kind of gives a little Chris Brown a little bit. Mm. I don't know who I would compare him to, but it's like R&B. But it's really, really dope. I like his sound. I haven't really got to skim through his projects for real, for real, but Mm -hmm. this was a song that was sent to me. I can't remember who sent me this. But um, Upstars, mine, I really like it. Like... It, it was giving me a vibe. Mm. Like, it's that kind of song, like, when you were on the way to your boo house or when your boo kicking it. Yeah. Like, this is a song you can vibe to and listen to. So, mm-hmm. But it's spelled U-P-S-T-R-Z. I'm just guessing that you say, it, like, Upstars. I don't know. Y'all be, the kids be getting too creative how y'all spell y'all names now. Y'all know auntie can barely read, so mm. get it together. So, Upstars, mine, that's my bop of the week. What you been listening to, Drea? So, I... Am an auntie at this point. I feel yeah. like, you know, we definitely like the aunties, you know, because the 20-something-year-olds, they like the young ones. Facts. Early 20s. Right. So, you know, I be trying to get on TikTok and I be seeing what's going on over there in them parts. And I really love the trend of how, like, they be speeding up all of, like, the little songs that was out that was popular when we was younger. Okay. What? So, Party Next Door, Freaking You, they got a sped up oh, version. Oh, okay, okay. And I really used to love that song. You know what? I'm not going to lie. They, so, they sped up Mariah Carey's song, too, and it's cute. What? It's a rap. I mean, they literally... Baby. Yeah, they be speeding up everything. They sped up Her Way by Party Next Door. Mm-hmm. Like, they be speeding up everything these That's days. That's so opposite of, like, you know, because in Houston, they slow we it down. We slow it down, yeah. But the kids are speeding it up. They love speeding up the songs, but I'm actually here for it. You like it? Mm-hmm, I'm here. I think I liked the Mariah Carey one. I'm, uh, like I said... You didn't like Her Way sped up? Maybe I have to hear it. Yeah. Maybe I need to hear it, but I haven't. Because I, I be on TikTok, but I haven't heard that. I haven't seen that trend yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I be on the different side of TikTok. Mm-hmm. What side you be on? I be on Farmer Talk. I be watching people do you grow plants. Farm? I don't know. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about like when I want to retire, like what I want to do. Mm. Um, but I don't know. I was thinking about farming stuff. I plants. Like I'm getting into plants because I really want to start my own herb garden. Mm-hmm. Not kind of them kind of herbs, Javier. Don't get excited back there. Yeah, that's all I wanted to know. What kind of <laughs> no, herbs? No, just like I want to do like oregano. Definitely cilantro. I love cilantro. <laughs> oregano. I like oregano. That's what you gonna tell them it is, or is that what he's really gonna be? I want to do oregano, cilantro, sage, and crack. Um, I don't think you can grow crack, but you you gotta cook it. it. Like you gotta get the. I mean, now you can get the plant. What is it called? The opium plant. See? Opiates. It's either opium or opiates. I gotta start somewhere. Girl, you gonna go to jail? I don't care. I don't got nothing to lose. Take me your down. freedom. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Okay, so now, uh, so your bop of the week was the sped up version of Party Next Freaking Door. Freaking you. Freaking you. Okay, cool. So now we're going to get into our favorite segment of the week. What's it? Pour your heart out. I thought we had an item of the Oh, no, I don't. It's okay. Okay, so um, make sure y'all subscribe to the Patreon. We upload weekly bonus content. If y'all don't get enough Poor Minds only on Friday, y'all, please go subscribe to the Patreon. It's really good. A lot of times y'all be wanting us to talk about hot topics, but we don't talk about them on here. We talk about it on Patreon. So go sign up at patreon.com backslash poor minds. 
And we have the Pour Your Heart Out segment. If you want your question answered on the show, make sure you email us at askpoorminds at gmail.com. Now, y'all been getting a little long with these paragraphs. Let's bring it back. One paragraph, y'all. Try to break these things down, okay? You want to start? You want me to start? You can start. Okay. It says, please keep this anonymous. Hey, Drea and Lex, I have been a listener of the show for some time now, and I love y'all and this podcast. So let me get right to it. Sorry in advance if this is super long. Now see what I just said? I'm 28 and I live in Dallas. I have been dating this guy since May of 2021. Our first date was amazing, and we immediately vibed with each other. We spent that entire summer together, and it was too amazing. We soon started traveling together, going on group dates with his friends who are either married or in long-term relationships, going on double dates with his parents, attending family gatherings together, spending birthdays and holidays together, etc., Fast forward to February 2022, and we go to Cabo. We had an amazing time, but I thought he would ask me to be his girlfriend on his trip, and when he didn't, I was so disappointed. May rolls around again, making it a year of dating. We act as though we are in a relationship in every way, but he just won't say the word girlfriend. This has been a point of contention for me because I think it's strange that he won't claim me in that way. We have had several arguments about this to which he gives different reasoning each time. At first, he didn't want to rush into a relationship because he had done that several times in the past. Then it was, I should know how he feels about me based on his actions, but my love language is words of affirmation so I need to feel reassured through his words and we're grown if you want to like if you love me and want to be with me in that way say it with your chest to make matters worse we talk about our future together often he makes future plans with me included in them and makes decisions with me in mind I end up abruptly cutting him off cutting off all communications with him around August of 2022. According to him, that was the worst pain he's ever felt and he's never been hurt in that way before. Mm. Also, when we finally had a conversation following this, he told me he had made plans that week to make this official, make things official, which I low-key believe, but I also think it's bullshit. He also managed to write me an email telling me how I was so amazing and that we had the most ideal relationship. I was a breast a breath of fresh air, blah, blah, blah. I appreciated the email, but that was the most emotion I had ever gotten from him, and I hate that it came after I was cutting him off. We started dealing with each other again because he expressed to me that he wanted that, and since we started back, things are kind of the same, but there are differences for sure. He isn't affectionate. He barely tells me he loves me anymore. We spend time together, but I just feel like a friend or like he hasn't forgiven me. It's just a weird vibe now, and I spend most of our time together in my head wondering how how he feels. Also, he just got a promotion that requires him to move to Austin. I say all of this to ask, what should I do? Should I have a conversation with him to try and see where his head is at or take steps to fix things? Or should I just take the hint and call it quits for good? Send help. Thank you for listening. I can't wait to hear this advice. What you think, little Drea? Cut that nigga off. Leave him alone. I agree. Because he already ain't really want to claim you for real. And you know what? I'll say this. If a man loses, like, he saw that you can walk away. So when you came back, that was his moment to be like, hey, I don't want to lose you again. So if this is all you want is to be claimed, because if y'all are doing all this stuff, double dates with the parents, vacation, all that's a lot. So if so the commitment right. is scaring him mm-hmm. away, he just is not ready to be in a relationship. And if a relationship is what you want, I think it's kind of like, 
you're you're gonna be you're gonna wake up and it's gonna be two years later again and y'all are still not in a relationship. Yeah, I just kind of feel like not to say you wasting your time, but I kind of do feel like you kind of wasting your time. And to bit. me, if you have to walk away from a person to get them to quote unquote act right, that's not the person for you. I shouldn't have to walk away from you for you to start being like, oh, I could lose you. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, sometimes I do think you got to scare a nigga. Though. Yeah, you do have to fear. definitely scare a nigga. I put but... a little fear in these niggas. But the fact that you did walk away and you came back and the problems are even worse. Mm-hmm. It's a wrap for you, baby. Yeah, I think you definitely need to let that nigga go. Cut mm-hmm. him loose, sis. Mm-hmm. Okay, hi, ladies. I'm going to try to keep this short and simple. I recently had some events occur between me and two of my closest friends that left me feeling hurt. For the past few months, I have been talking to this guy. We had something going on in 2021, but fell off because we were emotionally tied to other people. Fast forward to my birthday last year. We got back in touch and have been inseparable ever since. I enjoy his company. We talk on the phone 24-7 and we are very open with each other. I've never bad-mouthed him to my friends at all. About a week ago, he told me that he loved me. I've dealt with a lot of fuck niggas, so I actually tell them... Wait, so I actually tell that him... Okay, girl. So I could actually tell that him saying that. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I could actually tell that him saying that came from a genuine place. That was a big moment for me. So, of course, I told my two friends about it. They both had the same reaction. Why would you believe him? He has a baby. What's the news? This isn't the first nigga to say this. He's nothing special, etc. Their reactions hurt my feelings because I never do this to them when they are talking to anybody. I'm the friend that's never been in a relationship, and I feel like now that I want to get in one, it's nothing but negativity coming from them. Am I being dramatic for feeling this way do y'all feel like relationships ruining friendships or vice versa would this be a petty reason to back off or end a friendship p.s i've been friends with them for over five years is it possible that i've outgrown them or even think that we're all 20 only 21 thank you so much ladies um i feel like that's not a reason to cut somebody off but you should create it's okay to create boundaries with your friends y'all you do not have to tell your friends everything. And I think that's what people get misconstrued with things. Like, sometimes you know your friends who you can share things with and you know your friends that you can't necessarily share everything with. I don't share everything with none of my friends. Sometimes I may tell you a year later, a month later, a day later, but sometimes you need to just go through things yourself. So now you know how they feel I wouldn't say stop being friends with them, but if this is a relationship that you want to see where it goes, then you need to keep this relationship between, you know, you and him and just see where it goes. And you can't confide in them about your relationship, unfortunately. Yeah, and I feel like y'all 21, so I don't necessarily think it's a reason to cut somebody off. Y'all, like, girl, y'all only been friends since y'all was what, like, 16? Yeah, because she said they're only 21. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, it's just kind of like, I definitely just think stop telling them so much of your business. Like, people definitely be feeling like they got to tell people everything. Child, I always been the poster child my whole life. I don't tell people, I don't tell nobody everything. Right, right. Not even my mama. Period. And I love her. I tell her the most, but I don't even tell her everything. So I just feel like you definitely have to stop oversharing. Like, and you also can't be upset when your friends don't like people. Sometimes people definitely like people that are trash ass people. Mm-hmm. And your friends, rightfully so, be seeing through the bullshit. Right. I think when you like people, 
it be hard for you to see them for who they really are, see their true colors. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time, the people around you they can see, see that shit. You know, and maybe sometimes to a certain extent, they are overstepping their boundaries because you can't tell somebody what to do. And you just got to accept who people want to date and whatever they want to mm-hmm. do. But if you didn't tell them nothing, they wouldn't have nothing to go off of. Because you can't, like, this is the thing about asking somebody's opinion or telling them some news about you. Just because you expect this reaction, that's not, like, that's your fault. Because if you're telling somebody some news or you're telling somebody something and asking their opinion, you have to understand that they may not react the way that you want them to. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you can't expect people just to always be like, oh, this is a great decision if they know this nigga done did X, Y, Z to you. Because especially if, like, just four or five months ago you was complaining about how he ain't shit and how he broke your heart. So, just tread lightly. I don't think you should stop being friends with them. Agreed. Um, so, what else we got, Lil' Drea? Uh, the tour, the tickets are available. Make sure y'all go to 85southshow.com, poorminds.com, um, and all the dates will be there. Tickets are available. Uh, we Look, we announced the tour extra early, so y'all have time to save your coins, mm-hmm. figure out what city you want to come to, plan a girls' weekend, because we outside. Let me tell y'all something. If y'all went to the first tour, you do not want to miss the second one. Yeah, it's going to be lit. And like Lick said, well, I don't know if she just said this, but we added more dates. Yes, we're definitely so adding more dates. the dates that we have up, because I had seen a lot of comments, people complaining, talking about we ain't coming certain places. We still adding more dates. And we said it in the caption. Don't fret. We're Don't add- fret, my dear. We're adding more dates coming soon. And yeah, you know, sign up for our Patreon. We got some new merch and stuff coming soon. And mm-hmm. we just have a lot of exciting things coming yes. this year. You know, we're doing Roots Picnic Roots Picnic coming up, yeah. And I think you can already get your tickets for that. So if you live in Philly or if you want to go to Philly, get your tickets for Roots Picnic so you can come see Lex and I on the podcast stage because mm-hmm. it's going to be lit this summer. We're going to have a ball. And yeah. I'm sitting up because I'm ready to sign. All right. Everybody really. Uh-huh. We ain't got our stage today. I know. We ain't got our stage. We ain't done it old school in a long time. Well, we're going to have to make it work. You ready? Mm-hmm. I think we got to sing this first part together. What? I'm a little hoarse. The first verse. Of what? The song. Which one? You? I said what I wanted to sing I know, we earlier. I to sing. Oh, okay. okay, I, okay. I, we can go back. We can go back. Okay. You ready? I need the uh, lyrics. See how you ain't never ready. No, I'm not because I didn't know what song we were singing. Know, that was my bad. That was my bad. My bad. My bad, little bro. My bad, little bro. Okay, I just sent it to you. You got it? No. You I got don't. it, my G? And let me also say, I said that if you went to the tour, but also if you missed the tour last year, you got enough time to figure out your plan. So ain't no excuses. All right. Anyways, you ready? Mm-hmm. Go. Go what? We starting to sing. A part of me who wants, wants to leave you alone. Yeah. A part of me who wants for you to come home. A part of me says I'm living a lie. And I'm better off without you. A part of me says to think it through. A part of me says I'm over you. A part of me wants to say goodbye. A part of me is asking why. A part of me wants to leave, but a part of me wants to be here with you. And every time I think that we're over and done, you do something to get me back loving you. Cause you got me just torn and I really want to be with you. But and something's telling me I should leave you alone. You alone. You and alone. And you got me just torn in between. 
between the two. Cause I really wanna be, be with, with you. you. Wait, 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 pause, pause, pause. Do you remember when she was singing live and she was like, ah, oh my God. Do you remember that when no. she was singing live and she was trying to hit that note? She was like, but I can't feel this. Oh, oh my God. I said, I feel you, Latoya. Cause that note but was high. But I can't feel this way. Ooh. Period, Steve. Shout out to Latoya Lucky. Hits that stick like grits. All right. We'll see y'all next week. And she from Houston. Hey, bro. Oh, you ain't gonna let us forget that. We'll see Never. Y'all next Greatest week. city ever. Bye, y'all. But I can't feel this way.